with the number of Americans who have died from COVID to date. It's on the back of my schedule. As of now, total deaths in America, 527,726. That's more deaths than in World War I, World War II, the Vietnam War, and 9-11 combined. Let's get right into business today, folks. Ain't got no time for a long intro. We've got a lot of different topics to cover in this one. And make sure you watch the video all the way through. Don't be one of those people that clicks off after 30 seconds. This is going to be gold all the way up to the end. A lot of bombshell information to go through in this one. So let's just get right to it. I want to first tell you guys about a new Substack article that I released today. I called it The Anatomy of a PSYOP, Why the Media is Reporting on JFK Jr. Believers in Dallas. This is an article really digging into some of the individuals around this whole Dallas event, how the media is clowning on it. I talk a little bit about the team that I call it in there. So this was a good piece. A lot of people liked it. Got a few pieces of hate mail from this as well. Some people may be triggered getting cognitive dissonance of their false idols getting exposed in front of them. But hey, a lot of things need to be said about the unfortunate people taking advantage of this movement and a lot of the fraudsters and grifters and clickbait con artists in it. So that's why I printed out that article and that's why I talk about a lot of the things I talk about. And speaking of one of those highly questionable people in our movement, this is a claim that I found on social media today. Don't know if it's true or not. This is just what I heard in this Telegram voice chat clip. And the claim was that Juan O. Savin, of all people, helped to pay for the hotel rooms of the people who attended that event with Negative 48 and the JFK Jr. Believers and all that stuff in Dealey Plaza in Dallas this last week. The claim is Juan O. Savin helped to pay for some of the hotel rooms of people that went. Again, don't know if it's true. Wouldn't surprise me at all if it was true. I know Negative 48 and Wano Savin were doing interviews together like a month or two back. And wasn't Wano Savin in Dallas recently as well? So I think that's pretty enlightening if it is true. Again, for the third time, don't know if it is, but that's the claim. So be mindful of that. Just something interesting there. And a word from a sponsor before we get into today's news stories. This is My Digital Money at MyDigitalMoney.com, helping you to invest your money safely and smartly into Bitcoin, Ethereum, other cryptocurrencies. They can help you maximize your profits, minimize your losses. They'll teach you how to set stop losses and auto orders and things like that. And it's the time of the year. I mean, Bitcoin and ETH are hitting new all-time highs almost every day at this point. So not a bad time to invest in crypto. The next couple of months are going to be fun. Go check them out. Links for their free crypto guides as well will be right down there below. And first news article, let's talk about this January 6th garbage committee. They're issuing subpoenas all over the place, had six yesterday, got 10 more today. The ones yesterday included General Michael Flynn, today's include Stephen Miller and Kaylee McEnany, and I think this is 17 now of all numbers. I think we're at 17 subpoenas that have been issued. We had Steve Bannon, one was issued for him uh, about three or four weeks ago, six yesterday, 10 today. I think that's 17 now. So something's up. This committee, the let's just say the deep state in general, right? I don't want to say the Democrats because it's not a left or a right thing. But 
The deep state seems to be really freaking nervous about something. The fact that they're doing this, the fact that so much propaganda is hitting the airways right now trying to muddy the waters about everything and anything, whether it's January 6th, the insurrectionists, whether it's QAnon propaganda, right? Those smear campaigns, whether it's about the vaccines and conspiracy theorists and whatever it is, just so much is coming out. They're trying to muddy the water so hard right now that it makes me think that something is coming down the pipeline and the deep state knows it. A couple of things that might be coming down the pipeline is number one, more Durham indictments. This came out from Fox News Today saying National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan is the, quote, foreign policy advisor in the indictments for the former Clinton lawyer. That is Michael Sussman. Michael Sussman, who was two Durham indictments ago. And this is according to sources that are talking to Fox News, but this is something that I've seen suggested in the last couple of weeks anyway. So I think this is a very big possibility. And Jake Sullivan is the national security advisor for Joe Biden right now. National security advisor was the position that Michael Flynn held for a good month or two in 2017 before he was forced out of that or you know whatever actually happened to him get out of there. But yes, that was the position, national security advisor. So it's a really high level position there. Jake Sullivan's in there now for, you know, again, whatever reason, but pretty crazy to see Durham uh, or see his name pop up in relation to these Durham indictments. Now, Fox News here says that Durham is not targeting Jake Sullivan at this time, but of course that could change real quick. So that'd be, that'd be a doozy if Jake Sullivan, somebody a part of Joe Biden's administration right now gets indicted and that that's a bigger fish that's a little bit bigger of a fish than a Sussman or a Kevin Kleinsmith or something like that so Durham is something that I'm sure is terrifying the swamp in Washington DC right now also election fraud information getting exposed this came out of a group called Voter GA in Georgia their report says that Georgia cannot produce over 17,000 2020 election ballot images required by law which is more than the margin of error in Joe Biden's supposed, quote, win. 17 again, huh? 17,000 there. Ooh, that's a big doozy right there. And all in-person ballot images are missing in Fulton County, Georgia. Huh. No shit. Well, well, well. That, again, does sound like a freaking doozy right there. So a lot of election fraud information continuously getting exposed in multiple states around our country. We got that. We got Durham. We got, ooh, what is this? This is a report that came out yesterday from Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s website. This is childrenshealthdefense.org. And this article states that Gavin Newsom has been injured by the Moderna booster shot, according to a source that tells this website. So again, that is not solidified in stone. That is just the claim, the report. But... That would explain why Gavin Newsom has not been seen since October 27th. That would also explain why we're given some real weird reasons as to why Gavin Newsom didn't show up to that climate change event over there in Scotland. Uh, Newsom's second in command, his deputy governor, claimed that Newsom couldn't make it because he, quote, has young kids, 
we've been getting that family excuse as to why Newsom hasn't been seen publicly or whatever. So, huh, Newsom vaccine injured. You know, I, I will say I would be surprised if Gavin Newsom actually did get a Moderna booster shot. That would surprise me. I figure that maybe these guys are just faking it or getting saline shots or something like that. Um, so that, that would kind of actually surprise me. But on the other end, I wouldn't be that surprised at all. And Lord knows. I mean, who knows? Who freaking knows the Gavin Newsom right now? But I do want to throw a little bit of poo-poo on this story going around from real raw freaking news of all places. Big surprise. Uh, they've posted a few articles in recent days claiming that Gavin Newsom is in Guantanamo Bay or has been arrested or something like that. This is just going everywhere as the freaking clickbait often does, which is why I always talk about it. And sometimes people don't like me talking about it. And they say, Jordan, we want your knowledge about other things. And I'm like, this is knowledge, dude. And this is knowledge a lot of people need right now. They need to know who out there is a fraud and what information is fraudulent and how to discern this clickbait. So it's, it is important. And Barely anybody is talking about it the way I'm talking about it, so I'm going to keep talking about it the way I'm talking about it. Real Raw News is garbage. I put out a video on them uh, a week or two back, so if you're not familiar with Real Raw News or what I uncovered about them, go find it. Basically, the guy that runs this website essentially admitted that he's doing it for shits and giggles, and he just wants to see what kind of crazy shit he can come up with uh, because he thinks Trump supporters are stupid, and he wants to see what he can get them to believe. So, yeah. Um, people make excuses for real raw news, like, oh, it's written by the military, and they say it's satire for plausible deniability and all this shit. <laughs> it's like, come on, come on. <laughs> Don't live in fantasy land and make up some excuses for yourself so you believe this bullshit, all right? So anyway, moving on from this, let's go to this hilarious statistic. Uh, actually found out by the USA Today of all places, but reported on by here, the RNC's uh, Twitter. But anyway, USA Today ran a poll. And they asked 100 register, or excuse me, 1,000 registered voters to, quote, name the single thing that was most important for Biden to do in the next year. 1,000 registered voters were asked what's the single most important thing Biden can do. And the top response was to resign, retire, and quit, which is beautiful. That's a beautiful response because that is USA Today. USA Today is top shelf, high level garbage propaganda. In fact, the company that owns the USA Today has their headquarters literally right down the road from the CIA's headquarters in Langley, uh, at Langley in McLean, Virginia. So USA Today is total propaganda. So the fact that their readers had that as the top response, that's, that's a golf clap right there that they get. Uh, next up, this is probably one of the reasons why so many people want Biden to quit and retire and resign. Uh, the White House is telling businesses to proceed with vaccine mandates despite the court-ordered pause. So the court-ordered pause was the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Fifth Circuit. And um, that was that lawsuit was spearheaded, I think, by the Texas Attorney General, right? And that was just ruled on last weekend, like last Saturday. Well, here we are. The Biden administration is trying to still force businesses to have that vaccine mandate. And they're saying that they're going to fight this ruling in the court of appeals there. So yeah, no doubt everybody wants freaking Joe Biden to quit. And it just blows my mind how people are still complying. They're still obeying. 
they're just stuck in fear of what the government would do. Maybe they'll find me. Maybe they'll try and close my business. And they just roll along with what they're told to do, right? Imagine if some mass noncompliance happened. If we all just took our masks off and said, no, I'm not going to deal with those vaccine mandates. What are they going to do? They ain't going to do shit. So there's that. We also have the Pfizer CEO. This today was just, oh God, can't even with this one. Pfizer CEO says people who spread misinformation on COVID vaccines are criminals. He did an interview with a Washington, D.C. think tank called the Atlantic Council. If you're familiar with the Atlantic Council, it's just straight globalist, deep state cabal garbage. So many straight shills are at the Atlantic Council. Total swamp group. Anyway, Pfizer CEO did an interview with them today and actually said, people who spread misinformation on vaccines are criminals. (laughs) Lock me up, buddy. Lock me up. I'm waiting. And what else did he say? He said uh, Pfizer is being targeted by a lot of dark organizations. And he claimed they're getting briefings from the CIA and FBI. Speaking of dark organizations, y'all are getting briefings from the CIA and the FB friggin' I right there. Here's your sign. Uh, <laughs> I love that. And, oh, God. Incredible, right? Incredible. Dark organizations. Who are those? Who? Who? Who is it? Say it. Come on. Say it. No, you're making that shit up. You don't have any names. Liar. And then Pfizer had the audacity to tweet this just about two hours ago. This is one of the cringiest, worst, creepiest, creepiest uh, advertisements for vaccines, pro-vaccine advertisements I've ever seen. Let me zoom out a little bit so you can see this meme. Uh, Sorry for the folks listening to the podcast, but this one requires a visual. I'll try to explain it. Uh, The tweet says here, it's easy to get distracted by misinformation these days, but don't worry. Science has got your back. Hashtag science will win. And the meme is this dude, they're calling him the human brain, trying to grab onto wild conspiracy theories. And then you got this pink blob that's called science grabbing the human brain away from the wild conspiracy theories. Meanwhile, I don't know why science has to make this guy sweat, and I don't know why science has to be a weird, creepy, pink blog, blob that has his arms around, like, the the waist, the, like, lower abdomen of the dude. I don't know. This is just... <laughs> whoever is running PR and marketing at Pfizer, fire that person fire them. They are awful. Why would you think this is a good marketing campaign? And of course, Pfizer only, you know, restricted this tweet. So only people mentioned can reply, which is nobody. So nobody can reply to this tweet. (laughs) I don't know if you guys are following me on Telegram, but if you are, you've seen the beautiful renditions that I've been sharing today of people totally uh, clowning on this meme and making their own versions of it. It's just, it's gold. I can't believe it. And Pfizer is not done. We're not done with Pfizer yet. Today, they also asked the FDA for the authorization, for the emergency use authorization for the COVID-19 vaccine booster shot for all adults. All adults. Pfizer is really, they're going at it. They're going just full pharma freaking shill today. Pfizer's going full pharma shill. Um, Wow. Anyway, I ain't getting that booster. 
I ain't gonna be me. And then in New York, we have the first kids, the first five to 11 year olds are getting injected with COVID vaccines today in New York City. I don't even want to watch that video. That is just sad right there. Five to 11 year olds getting a jab in the New York City. No wonder New York City is turning into a shithole that everybody wants to move away from. And in New York, also, the mayor today, which I think he's he's about out of there, right? They got a new mayor-elect coming in. Uh, but I don't think that dude is any better than de Blasio at all. He said that basically he still wants to do the same mandates that de Blasio is calling for. But today, Mayor Bill de Blasio in New York is calling for children ages 5 to 11 to show proof of COVID vaccine to access businesses. Show your papers, five-year-old. Uh, yeah, that's enough of that one right there. In France, their health authority advises against the Moderna vaccine for people under 30. So at least in Europe, we have some people, I mean, there's a lot of places in Europe that are very bad, but at least we have some health authorities over in Europe saying that young people should not get these mRNA shots, Moderna and Pfizer. Meanwhile, here we are trying to make them freaking mandatory and make kids show proof of vaccine to get into, what, like Chuck E. Cheese? To get into the ball pit, you got to show your papers, kids. It's insane. How many heart problems are they all going to have? Because they have such high metabolisms, right? It's the it's the higher metabolisms in the cardiovascular-based uh, sports that are causing problems with people, like soccer and swimming. And, and it's the heart. When the heart is beating a lot, when the person's metabolism is very high, so their body is recreating cells at a higher rate than somebody with a slower metabolism, that mRNA comes in and it messes up the genetics. So when the person's body with the high metabolism is trying to replicate a lot of cells, then the replication of the cells just doesn't, with that messed up DNA, it can't replicate from cell to cell to cell. So they get more problems, plus the inflammation of the heart too, uh, and all the blood issues Shit, man, I can't believe we're doing this. Um, but I'm not, thank God, and I hope you're not. Pretty sure you're not. If you're watching me, you're you're probably one of the good ones, and you're not. But hopefully your friends aren't, and your family is not. I got some friends and family that are vaccinating, and I'm, I mean, I'm trying, but, you know, you, you can lead a horse to water. You can't make him drink it. Sometimes you want to, like, take that horse's head and just fucking shove it in the water, like, drink, freaking horse, but... <laughs> you get kickback from that. So, all right, onward now. At least we do have a couple states in this union doing something about this federal mandate. So in Utah, there's a bill rolling through the legislature saying that Utahns, Utahans, Utahnites who've previously had COVID-19 can claim natural immunity to avoid being required by their employers to get vaccinated or tested weekly. So that's on the agenda for the special session of the Utah legislature. Very good in Utah. In Tennessee, I think they're trying to uh, roll through some mandates against the mandates as well. Uh, so hopefully you live in one of these more red states where it's a little more free. Uh, next topic we have here is... Still on the mandates, this time moving from America over to, to uh, New Zealand. Huge protests there going on in New Zealand against their COVID-19 measures. 
again, America, it's getting it's getting weird in America, no doubt. And the one of the helpful things about America is that different states can do different things. So it might really, really suck if you're in Oregon or California or New York, but if you're in a Florida or you know a Utah or something like that, a, a North or South Dakota, it's it's a little better. But in other countries, I don't think they have that luxury of having different states that can do different things. So places like Australia and New Zealand and European countries like uh, Austria, it's really bad in Austria right now. Ooh, they're just getting, they're getting a clamp down. It's way worse than in America here. Way worse than even the, some of the blue states like a California. Well, maybe California and Australia are <laughs> pretty similar right now. But yeah, New Zealand standing up, which is good. And take a look at how this is being portrayed in American media. Vice. Vice. the One of the shittiest shit rags of all the shit rags out there. Vice's headline states, Bizarre images of New Zealand protesters with Trump gear evoke capital riot. They're trying to claim that the protests in New Zealand are like the, the insurrection, the capital riot. And wow, it just... I mean, that is pretty freaking cool to see. Let's go Brandon signs at a New Zealand protest, right? <laughs> that is pretty freaking cool. But they're actually trying to equate this to the erection, to the insurrection. I think Adam Schiff called it an erection today, just like Chuck Schumer did earlier this year. I think Adam Schiff also had a had a slip, Freudian slip. Adam Schiff's probably thinking about them erections too much. But yes, that is cool. That is crazy that Vice is trying to equate that to... The freaking capital events, my God. Uh, onward. Dr. Oz, of all people, is preparing to jump into Pennsylvania politics. He's going to run for Senate there in Pennsylvania. Uh, is this a state race or is it federal? I think it's federal. Yeah, okay. This is federal. That'd be cool. That, I mean... Not going to lie, if you would have asked me 10 years ago about Dr. Oz, I couldn't stand the dude because he was recommending just the stupidest shit for the stupidest supplements on his show. And people would, you know, I was working at a supplement shop. So people would come in and want like the randomest stuff thinking it was going to cure them of all their ailments. And I'm like, green coffee bean extract? Like, where'd you hear this from? Oh, Dr. Oz. Okay. Couldn't stand him. But hearing that he's going to run for Senate in Pennsylvania on the Republican ticket, mind you, that is, uh, that's a little surprising actually. Cause I think his claim to fame was being like on Oprah and she got him, him famous. And, uh, yeah. So I wouldn't expect him to run on the Republican ticket, but apparently he might try. So that would <laughs> that'd be pretty, uh, that might be pretty neat actually to see Dr. Oz as a Republican, uh, Senator from Pennsylvania. So there's that onward now into, a uh, what they're calling a bipartisan group, bipartisan uh, Senate group pushing for a 9-11 style COVID-19 commission. And this full 9-11 style commission is going to investigate the origins of COVID-19. Now, many things to say about this. Number one, if it's a 9-11 style commission, right? It's not going to uncover the truth about anything. It's going to be the gatekeeper. It's going to put the blanket over it to try to cover up the narratives, right? So that's number one. And number two, when you see the names on this, they're trying to make it seem bipartisan, you know? Oh, that means that 
people, you know, if you ever heard that, hear the word bipartisan, that should scare you more than not, because that means that both sides of the aisle were probably ordered to come together for some deep state agenda and is going to be bad. And the names who are on this one, uh, check out the, okay, you got a couple Republicans, Senator Roger Marshall of Kansas and Joni Ernst of Iowa. All right. I'm not too familiar with them, but look at these Democratic names. You got Diane Feinstein of freaking California and Kirsten Gillibrand of freaking New York. So Feinstein, like one of the closest senators to China there is. That makes me believe, think that this is going to be a whole cover show, this 9-11 style commission. Seeing Feinstein on there, my gosh, she's like a dinosaur anyway. This is probably going to be the last thing she ever does in the Senate. And then you have Kirsten Gillibrand, who is another one that's totally China-owned, and another one who's just a deep state comped swamp rat. So... I don't expect much of anything from this. And last couple of things to talk to you guys about. Speaking of Gillibrand, look at this. Senator Gillibrand's, they're saying, historic legislation would revolutionize the study of UFOs. So I think, I think because Hillary Clinton, because Hillary Clinton is like the deep state's done with her. They know that she's a total liability. She's she's compromised. She's too too sensitive to still have publicity right now or do anything with. So I think the cabal is like done with Hillary. Gillibrand is the Hillary replacement. Senator from New York, right? Middle-aged woman with the blonde hair and the same narratives and all that stuff. So they're having Senator Gillibrand now be the UFO disclosure advocate. It used to be Hillary. It was Hillary since the early 90s even. Hillary Clinton doing the meetings with Lawrence Rockefeller at his ranch in the Tetons with the UFO book in her hand. And Hillary Clinton was going to be the UFO disclosure president if Trump didn't win. And it wouldn't have been a good UFO disclosure. Would not have been good. Would have been the limited hangout mainstream UFO disclosure we're seeing right now times 100. But because Hillary's the liability, Trump won. Now they're trying to stitch together this like mainstream media UFO disclosure all last minute and oh crap right that's basically what they're doing uh gillibrand gillibrand has now been tasked to be the disclosure queen and this is going to entail let's see where is it here so gillibrand's legislation would basically establish a government office tasked with analyzing and evaluating ufo reporting from military and intelligence personnel so basically you're getting a government office that's going to be, so they say, analyzing and evaluating UFO reporting. But again, it's going to be the gatekeeper, the pure gatekeeper. So you might get a real sighting. They'll call it a freaking weather balloon or swamp gas. Or you'll get a sighting of a black project, secret technology, U.S. military craft. And they'll say, oh, that might be China. Oh, it might be aliens, but it's definitely not ours. That narrative has been all over the media the past six months. So this... This is not good. This is not a positive step for disclosure. But we have all the all the UFO disclosure activists out there, all the social justice activists for UFO disclosure. They're thinking this is great. They're thinking, oh, yeah, it's a positive step forward with UFO disclosure. And it just blows my mind how, they, how naive and gullible they all are. So want to do a report on this. 
And the last article I have to report on for you guys is this garbage from Will Summer at the Daily Beast. So this is it's actually kind of funny. Um, the headline of this one says, Demi Lovato promotes Lizard War videos at, quote, Hub for QAnon. And what Will Summer is reporting on here is Gaia, the Gaia company, Gaia streaming service, Gaia conscious Netflix, they call themselves that Gaia. Gaia has acquired Demi Lovato as being their uh, their celebrity, it's like their new celebrity affiliate, celebrity promoter, ambassador is what they're calling her. So Demi Lovato is, yes, Gaia's new celebrity ambassador, which is hilarious because Demi Lovato is diet woke to a T. She's a pro-vaxxer. She's a pro-LGBTQ agenda person, right? Which, again, no problems if you're gay or bi. Got plenty of gay and bi friends. That doesn't bother me. But when you're pushing that agenda onto the children and then, like, forcing this compliance with it, uh, there's a problem. And then also, yeah, Demi Lovato, total pro-vaxxer, pro-masker, was promoting all this stuff on her Instagram. So just the fact that Gaia has her as a celebrity ambassador, just it's hilarious. And then the fact that Will Summer is dumb enough to think that Gaia, well, clearly he's just not, he's not well-researched at all. And he's just writing for the shock value and to collect his check, right? Definition of a grifter. But Will Summer doesn't realize that Gaia is actually very, they kind of have some pretty left-wing undertones at Gaia. And I know for a fact that they don't really like QAnon speak because I was essentially censored out of a Gaia-owned conference that was Contact in the Desert in 2019. I was basically censored out of that conference for being pretty much pro-Trump and talking about Q in my speech. And, you know, it's kind of a long story behind it. You can find it on my BitChute channel. I've talked about it before there, done video on it. But yeah, Gaia is definitely not a hub for QAnon. Definitely not. I don't think there's any Q speak on their whole platform. They might have a couple of individuals. I think, oh yeah, Michael Jaco is on freaking Gaia now. And I think Sean Stone had a, you know, he had a show on there. So there's a couple like people on there that discuss Q, but they don't discuss Q on Gaia. They discuss it on their own, you know, private platforms. When it comes to Gaia, again, they, they, they don't get political at all. And one of the producers from Gaia even told me that they don't get political. They they don't go there is what he told me. So, ah, uh, they're real diet woke. Uh, but Will Summer is trying to make them seem all like Q red pillars. And it's just, it's a whole mix of bullshit right now. But I love that Will Summer's calling out Gaia. And then I would love if Gaia sued Will Summer. It's just a bunch, it's retardation everywhere with this story. And that's that's why I saved it for last. Saved the best one for last. So anyway, that's all for this one, guys. Um, hopefully I can get a day off tomorrow and there's not all sorts of crazy shit going on in the world. But hey, when there's crazy stuff going on in the world, I feel the need to talk to you guys about it. Uh, also tomorrow, I'll be, doing a, I'll be doing a clickbait of the week video. So that'll be fun. You can expect that one. Hopefully I can ruffle some jimmies with that one. Ruffle some feathers. And... Uh, I think that's it. I think that's it, guys. I appreciate all of your support. Um, very much appreciate it. It helps me to continue doing this work for you guys. I literally spend 12 hours of my day plus that. I'm, I'm already 12 hours in on this day, and it's already 4 p.m. So I research a lot. I put together a lot of information. It takes me a lot of energy to do all this. So however you guys can support, whether it's donation, subscribing to my video website, jordansather.tv, Subscribe star, Substack, 
grabbing one of my supplements from Conscious Strength, any of those things, thank you very much. And uh, you help me to continue doing this for you. So, you know, you can be my boss signing up to any of those things. And there's some perks too. There's some perks if you subscribe to any of those uh, subscription websites and platforms that I'm on. So uh, you can figure those out once you're on them. Anyway, guys, I'll see you in the next video. Next live stream will be on Thursday. Got a couple of videos coming tomorrow. I'll get this one up tonight and I'll see you guys on Telegram and I think that's it. I'm just on Telegram. So ha, have a good night, guys. See you next time.